0: Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One.
1: Rocket Mortgage Confidence. Support for The Adam Carolla Show comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Why can't clients get approved in minutes, not weeks? Or make adjustments to their rate and term in real time? Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans answered those questions and more. It gives you the confidence to buy a home or refinance your existing loan. Fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. That's right. That's what Rocket Mortgage does. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. What else do you need to know? And again, these guys support the show and are great sponsors. So, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. To get started, just go to RocketMortgage.com slash Adam. That's
0: RocketMortgage.com slash Adam. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS NMLSconsumerAccess.org, number 3030. From Studios in Glendale, California. This is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guests today, Rob Schneider and Joe Coy. With Gina Grad on news and Walt Bryan on Sound Effects. And now, Local Jewel Thief, Adam Corolla.
1: Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for supporting our sponsors like uh, Hymns. Go to uh, 4hymns.com slash Adams. Save a whole bunch of money on a bunch of stuff to uh, save your sex life and your uh, hair and everything else. Good day, Gina Grant. Good day to you. And, Bald Brian. You're You're an idiot.
0: Oh, what a Joe comeback.
1: Coy <laughs> in studio. Hello, Adam. He's got his fantastic Netflix special, Joe Coy, live from Seattle. Also, a day named after him in Hawaii for all the sold-out shows and commerce and Toyotas he sold there. <laughs>
2: Tacomas, Over- <laughs> all the, all the
1: Tacomas. Yep, it's dealing Days. So, uh, got- if, you,
3: if you look at the bottom there, the little bottom of Joe's bio, there's a new note beat out Mariah Carey for biggest selling artist in uh, in
0: live uh, Hawaii history.
3: You had me; it crazy. just
1: beat out Mariah Carey. Yeah, I don't need to know any of the context. <laughs> yeah, I don't doesn't matter for it is for could <laughs> have been a domestic big shoes, issue. It <laughs> doesn't matter to me as long as she's beat out biggest heels. Yep uh Joe Coy in the studio and of course uh, Thank you
2: Adam for the everything. The Coy
1: pond as well Rob Schneider coming in in a couple of few. Uh so uh so thoughts. Um there's a uh, Golden Globe thoughts. There um many thoughts. Um I I had this thing. I I like to uh, I like to study language. Mm. I find that uh, well
3: known for studying language
1: Language makes makes a difference. There're two things you can study. You can study uh language and you can study commercials. They'll tell you exactly where we're at right now.
4: And Adam studies both.
1: Oh yeah. I study time. We're
4: covered. So imagine I learned it. Yeah. You
1: know. I study
2: commercial language is what they call that.
1: <laughs> I study I study well, one thing you'll see an incredible amount of now when you see commercials, it's interesting how commercials never quite get the they they never get the Mix your right. There are, for instance, uh, there's now a new Southwest commercial like Want to Get Away, Mm. Uh, it, there are three white guys robbing a bank mm. oh, there's sure. no such thing as three white males in a commercial unless they're robbing a bank right. if it's a medication for ED or if it's yeah. for anything else they have the one black guy very multicultural in, in and one Asian guy mm. or whatever like they, they'll mix it up they're going no, for
3: night drinking they got the whole no yeah.
1: there's no such thing as just three white dudes in a commercial yeah. unless they're committing there's, a crime unless they're committing a crime so they got the weird they have ratios screwed up Tons of um, gay and interracial couples yes. now, too. Yes. Much more than in society. I don't yeah. know, not In terms of interracial <laughs> couples in yes. our society, it's probably 4%, but in TV, it's up to 37% yeah. now. Absolutely. Yeah. That's
3: got to be a way around the whole thing where it's like, oh, we need one of these, one of these, and one of these for our, you know, Vagra commercial or whatever. It's like, oh, wait, What if we have one which no one knows what it is, and now, we, now we're covering all our bases? Yeah. Ethnic it ambiguity. It's also. No one knows what it is. It, it C- also. Is, it, it
1: it's also kind of. Uh, a unintended consequences thing because commercial actors want to work and black commercial actors want to work. And I'm sure black commercial actors would be fine being in a Southwest want to get away sure. yeah. commercial, but this one has to do with a felony, right? So you no, cannot audition yeah. for this. You stay home. Yeah, that's right. So I I noticed as I watch, and then I also listened to language and I started in with the people saying, "I feel" versus "I th- I think." Mm. I think if you think something, you can think wrong. If you feel, you can never be wrong. Yeah. How could you be wrong by how you
3: felt? And and thinking your bases are covered. Thinking invo- implies that you've thought about it and you've arrived to this conclusion. Like I think this is the thing, whereas I feel that's your gut reaction. That's your that's your instincts, and it cannot be
1: taken it. away from you. Mm-hmm. You get to you get to own that. And I've noticed this coming up, and then I started realizing this. Now, there's a very slippery slope here. Um, it is combining I feel with my truth. Yeah. Not Step- the truth. No. Not the truth. Uh-huh. My truth. Stepping into your truth. <laughs> you feel, and you have your truth, yes. and now we're living in a land that does not need judges or lawyers or courts. That's just what happened. Yes.
3: Gravity or any kind of laws.
1: Yes, at, at that point, you can... Pick out people who passed away before you were born and say you were yeah. sexually assaulted by them. And if that's your truth and that's what you feel, then it you can sue their state. It
4: shall not be debated.
1: <laughs> right. He can't debate that. How can you debate your truth? Yeah. It's undebatable. It's the truth. Yes. My, your truth. I it's have a super truth. wide cock. That's how I feel. That's my truth. Not, I believe it. It may in. not be the truth. truth? far Who's, from the truth. To debate it's that? that's my truth.
2: No how big is your cock, Adam? Is lengthwise, just tell me the truth. Tell us uh, the truth. I,
1: what, how long do I feel it is? Yes. How, how do or look? how long she feel it is? <laughs> you, I want to know you. My truth is insanely average. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, actually no, because the average was always six inches. Yeah. And then they moved it down a little yeah, bit yeah, to like yeah, five, four, yeah. 5.3 yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or half or whatever. Which I'm right around there. I'm right around there. In, right around there. in, there. in which case, yeah, it's like, this is my 40 time didn't improve. Other people got, got fat <laughs> around me. <laughs> <got into> Zima. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still slow, but yeah. other guys got slower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what, uh, that's what happened. I've been, I've, here's, here's, here's the knock on my cock. No, here's the, here's the uh, my, my cock does not have. Yeah. It does not have girth. No. It, doesn't it doesn't have length. <laughs> it doesn't even so have. It have a white birth. It doesn't have ambition. Like yeah. it, it, it's 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 very run of the mill. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he's but, average. The average person, but it's it's kind of the Michael J. Fox of Cox, which is it's 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 nice. It's every man. It's well well proportioned, man. you yeah. know. It, it does. Yeah, it it doesn't. Ha- it, Nobody it, has a problem it, with yes, him. It's it's Adam. got it's got symmetry. It's Adam. relatable. Adam. Yes,
2: it's relatable. Adam. It's likable. It's likable. likable. Michael J. Fox is yeah, likable. Yeah, right. like Michael J. walks into casting and gets it because he's just likable. You yes. so yeah. have to read. Your dick does not have to read for the part.
1: Yeah, you see my dick and you go, oh, there you
3: go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll this take dick it. might do a chemistry test for Get the part. Get in there. But right. it won't That's do a... It won't do a, <laughs> It doesn't read. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't it doesn't read. read. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it it tests. Great. Your dick does
2: not
1: read. <laughs> it doesn't read. I'll do a yeah, I'll do a chemistry test.
3: Yeah. Your dick's good in the room. Yeah. It's
1: great in the room. It, it reads people well. The only your knock, dick your dick buys audible books. It, and it's through the it roof read. males 18 to 34. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's its demo. It's pride. males 18 to 34. Yeah. The ladies, not so, not, much. So much. not so much. Not so much the younger ladies, but males yeah. 18 yeah. to 34. Sweet spot. Sweet spot. Yeah. That's the dick's demo. Yeah. Yeah. That's dick's demo. So that's uh, that's, your truth. that's, that's the knock it. on the cop. Okay.
2: I love did it man. Knock? And that's cock the knock. truth.
1: Yeah. So I was uh, I was watching uh, the Golden Globes last night and I was uh, first I saw Laura Dern and she did the speak speak your truth. Mm. I think we'll play a little uh, clip of that. Max Pretty Spad little lies up. I believe. Probably had this one going. It
4: was a culture of silencing and that was normalized. I urge all of us to not only support survivors and bystanders who are brave enough to tell their truth.
1: The truth is what we really need to focus on. <laughs> their truth is a, is a big issue when it comes to sexual assault. Yeah. Because that could get people locked up or imprisoned or fined or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, that can cause a lot of trouble. And from doing Loveline for 10 years, there can be a large chasm between the truth and your More truth. Your truth, yeah, your
3: version. It's semantics. I'm sure she meant well, but isn't it a little bit harmful to suggest that a, a, a sexual abuse survivor's truth is their truth? No, it's the truth. It happened. But Someone perpetrated that. But, on you're you're right. It's, it's sort it's of a condescending. Little damaging. Yeah. I don't know if she meant well, but, but that, it, like know, semantics, said, that
4: is that is the colloquialism of the day. You wouldn't think to say the truth because nobody says the truth anymore. They say your truth.
1: Yeah, it. What they don't realize, I believe, is it's kind of as Brian says, hurting their cause because if 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 you're you, grading it a tiny bit, yeah, if by you, saying
3: it's your truth and not if, the truth,
1: if if you said um, uh, you're a big USC fan, mm-hmm. if you say uh, USC Trojan best college team of uh, football team of all time, I go, that's your truth, that's yeah. the truth. I, I, I believe <laughs> that you believe it, <laughs> right? If I say that's your truth, that that sort of invalidates opinion. you. Sure. Yes. All right, sorry, Oprah. I think has a has a truth as well.
3: For too long, women have not been heard or believed if they dared to speak their truth to the power of those men.
5: But their time is up.
1: (laughs) Well, if she had a magic wand, we'd all be in trouble. No one would have a dick. I wouldn't even have an average dick.
3: Everyone's looking under their seat for car keys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, again, speaking your truth Mm. versus the truth, and I feel like versus I think... These yeah. are all little differences that are not pushing us in the uh, in the right direction. You know yet. why?
4: I almost never say I feel, uh, or at least I try to catch myself when I do it, because when we were in seventh grade, we had an English teacher that would go insane if we said, I feel like this is... What no, 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 no. You don't feel. You think. And he would actually smack our desks with a giant metal ruler. Nice. Just to get us to stop That's, saying you we feel like home,
1: this. Yeah. I... Uh on a On a just a side note in terms of uh kids and how they 're coming up, and the you know my campaign of my kids just need to be raised one thousand times better than I was raised, but we don 't have to go for ten thousand times' yeah. as I, I keep saying to everyone all the time like we can stop it one thousand mm. times better my kid 's childhood can be versus yeah. ten thousand. My, I
3: got bad news for you. Joe is going for the ten thousand. I,
1: I know. I know. He's going, He's going to the Super Bowl. So I'm, just, I'm
2: trying to break
3: the record.
1: <laughs> you're taking. You're, you're buying uh, twenty thousand dollars Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, twenty thousand
3: dollars shoes. Taking
1: yeah. your son and I. Yeah. Tell tell us what. I, I will tell you one. I'll tell yeah. you one. It doesn't sound like much, but I'll tell you one. Okay. Uh, this very morning, uh, Lynette says, uh, "I got to head over to the school. I got to drop the kids off their lunch." and then i got to go do a podcast and first things first i don't think any of our parents would have headed to our schools and dropped off our lunch no, our lunches done, done but here's what definitely wouldn't have happened she then explained and by the lunch would have been you know a bologna and spit sandwich <laughs> on some day old bread some stale chips right and some stale Gennaro yeah, chips yeah. right and a hydrox yep, like half a hydrox right oh no she explained that uh It was going to take a little time because she had to swing by uh, Panera and pick up the sandwiches so sure. this would never could know. you picture your parents going by McDonald's by the way you would rule
2: the school if your oh, parents yeah. came in no. with a big oh, meal yeah for sure you would rule the school just that brown can, bag with the M on it you yes, you could the yes have
1: a brown bag oh uh, you know you could get anything you want on any any campus any junior high or grade school campus or even high school campus in America if you just just do this take a brown bag Unmarked, unmarked brown bag, stuff a couple of gym socks in there just to fluff it up, and then take some candle wax and rub the wax so it looks like grease, his oh, penetrative oh, thing. Yeah. Like a grease. And you the just price. walk around something holding special. that, and it, you'd be like, oh, you want what's in here? <laughs> yeah. Blow me. And yeah. I'm talking to the principal. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody would do everything. It's just yeah. same bag, yeah. yeah. same yeah. wax, yep. same yep. socks. Yep. You yeah. could get whatever you go. Walk on to the next campus, yep. get a PJ That's Anywhere right. you wanted yeah. to go. So, is it their My birthday idea. again? No.
3: This is not applicable to Adam's experience in junior high, but for the rest of us, if we should, if we forgot our lunch, like happened to leave it on the lunch, you had to just bump stuff from other kids. Like, always, bump, of course. always bump
1: stuff from other kids every day. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah. the kitchen every would day. give you a
3: peanut butter sandwich.
1: Yeah. For me. Oh, they don't have peanut butter. No. And they always took, they took like, future. Cat ladies, and they work the the snack shack, oh, like yeah. like the student, yeah. the student chicks that work the snack shack who hand out the uh, sticky buns and stuff like that. They weren't the bells of the ball. No, like they kind of knew. This is the 13 year old that's probably going to be single for, yeah. for a while. Yeah. It wasn't, it, was it, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't the hot chick, the hot blonde, the captain of right. the cheerleading team. She wouldn't work the stupid snack shack. She didn't have to. So you'd have some chick. <laughs> what kind a chick? Okay. I just want, you guys have to picture this. <clears throat> she was, she was white as a ghost. I mean, pale white, she had screaming red hair, and the red hair also becomes sort of kinky. kinky, Real kinky red hair. She was... The worst thing you can be in terms of fitting in when you're in the 8th grade yeah. is being the behemoth. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean not it's yeah. not being fat, it's being a the giant. giant. There's some like everyone had like the giant woman, you yeah. know what I mean? She was 6 foot. Yep, yep. She was 185. She had knuckles. Her name was Joan. <laughs> and it's just bad timing. She had a name me. from like the yeah. 30s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Her name was Joan and she was Joan. She was a huge Bay City yeah. rollers fan oh. and used to dress up in the tartan yep. Bay City Rollers, the Bay. You find me a picture of the Bay City Rollers, Max Pat. They wore like coveralls, like tartan plaid oh, coveralls, no. which only accentuated her size. Yeah, yeah.
4: It is not flattering.
1: But we knew that we could take. My buddy Chris, who's basically, if this is the A team, he'd be face. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, take yeah. face yeah. and go up and talk to Joan. She's working the counter at the Snack Shack and sweet talk her a little. What's his name to again? Get some, Chris. Chris. Get get hey, some. Hey Chris. Get some sticky hey, buns those, out those of sticky there. Sticky
2: buns came out,
1: Chris. Hey man. Hey.
0: hey. What'd you do last
2: Saturday? <laughs> hey.
1: You, huh. Yeah, hey, Joan. Uh, hey. Hey. Um,
0: do you like the my
3: coveralls?
1: Yeah, they're oh. sweet. You make those yourself? Yeah, I made them. Out of three pair of regular size coveralls? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And a pup tent? Hey, <laughs> yeah, God, I love yeah. the Bay City Rollers, man. You want sticky buns? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Hey, listen, I'm a little short. Duh. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I guess everyone's a little short what sitting got, next to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't crush me. Don't crush me between your thighs. Just,
2: just hug me. Just give me a hug.
1: You know, I'm hungry, but I'm not starving.
2: You know what I'm saying? Smell the new buns, though. Smell them. I put extra cinnamon on this. Yeah, one. you know, know, there's a, a like
1: reason cinnamon. why they have the yeah. lucite between uh, us and you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. a kind of a no hug zone. You're in kind of a no hug aquarium. You about, know what I mean? T- how
2: about how about two cinnamon rolls? So do you want two st- sticky buns? Oh. Two
1: yeah, because Ray could use one too.
3: Hey, Chris, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris, it's oh. me. It's me, Adam Carolla. Oh. Have you have you got the sticky buns yet? I'm starving. My parents haven't fed Shh. me in weeks. Chris, I'm, I hate I'm starving. Him. Yeah, get him no, away. get him away. I know. Hey, man.
1: Hey, take your juice. From, go sit over yeah. there and see if you can get, get some sandwiches Why from uh, some God. of your buddies. Why does you tell
2: me to shut up? God, he's so ugly. What?
1: Don't worry about him. He's
2: so ugly.
1: Don't worry about. Ugh. him. Don't worry about. None him. of my. None of my hot girls.
2: Shut up. Sorry. Shut up. Don't. Shut up, Adam.
1: Hey, Adam. Shut up. Yeah. You're gonna anger. No one's it. gonna get mini don't, bites uh, if he keeps
2: talking, Chris. Sorry. You See that, mighty joke? Go away.
3: Sorry, Joan. Go away.
1: No flash photography. Go away.
3: I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry.
1: Sorry, Joe, 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 Joe. I love the Bay City Rollers. I do, too. Yeah. And I know they but speak I... to your, I think, uh, um, your
0: Irish heritage? No. Or, you know, I think no, ir- I, we're not Irish at all.
1: Well, I just I don't saw don't the red hair. They, I don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm my, my dad. Hey,
4: Chris, what are you doing talking to Joe oh, the, the Giant? Oh, sorry, they're shut Scottish. Up, bitch!
1: They're Scottish. Who's this
2: hot dad? chick?
1: <laughs> shut up, bitch! Hey, Listen. Come on. There's only uh I'll there's only 6 minutes left buns. in the ironically named nutrition. <laughs> nutrition was the time where you could just drink you could you you could drink powder uh, you could you could drink chocolate milk mm. and eat sticky buns. That's yes. what you That's did during nutrition. nutrition. Huh? That's what we did during nutrition. Anyway, yeah. just Hey, uh look. Just uh, hug me. How about, uh, yeah. Uh, just give me a hug. Uh, yeah. How about we put that on layaway oh, and God. you just slide a couple of sticky buns through the slot there so we can oh, get our sticky oh. hands on them.
2: Okay. Fine. That's fine. But you owe me one.
1: Yeah. 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 a no Yeah. Hey, hey. By the way, Ray wants a rematch on the arm wrestling thing. He, feels he, says he, he says you cheated, man. No, I did. I won that very square. He he's says he plenty. wants a rematch. He wants a rematch on that. he'll un- kill. He also says he thinks he can squat more than you. It's he, just he's, he's <laughs> knee was sore. <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling shit. Find me a picture of the Bay City, of the Bay City Rollers. Oh, and all that. No. oh, I remember
2: that outfit.
1: No, we're now you picture... Are we talking
4: dead center? This giant
1: yeah. person making themselves their own yeah <laughs> uh, there's nothing. You can say that. whatever you want about bad skin or about weight or about anything, but just being every school had to have the one giant woman yeah. right. Yeah. No, okay. I'm, I'm sure, and I hope her life turned out great, because later on, being tall is fine, yeah, and she probably, good. while all the hot chicks that are now all sunblasted and had too much uh, plastic yeah. surgery done, she's running some corporations oh, somewhere. She's doing a yeah,
2: TED Talk.
0: Right. She's doing a TED Talk. Persevering in the face oh, of adversity. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Was, I
2: used to make my own clothes. Now look at me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: the you know who the giant in our middle school was? Oh. JoJo. So maybe it's something about that name.
2: JoJo, jo- the Her, the, her the name lady? was
4: Joanne, but she wanted to be called JoJo. Of course she did.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, JoJo. Yeah. Yeah. We had a big Deborah too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That goes without saying. That's
1: tough. Did you guys all have a one giant, yeah. Yeah. not yeah. fat chick, no. giant yeah. chick? Pituitary issue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You listen to
1: the Bay City Rollers. Jo- no, he's listening to JoJo. JoJo. Listen to, <laughs> listen to JoJo by- uh, Come on, uh, you
3: know.
2: Yeah, Boss That's
3: right. Wow.
1: Who's played,
2: this? Played often in the Bishop house I don't household. even know what it's this nice. is. A little yacht rock for you. Oh. A little yacht rock. Hold on, wait for it. Me, this
3: is Blue-Eyed Soul, man. This is yeah. a yacht rock. Boss Gags. Get yeah. down with some Boss Gags. Yeah.
1: So I, uh, he I digressed <laughs> a little, which is Lynette <laughs> uh, had to go <laughs> to, to Panera. Panera to pick up lunch <laughs> And I was like, Jesus Christ. And then she's like, and then I got to go by Subway.
2: Oh, yeah. And That's, I for was like, That's for the That's boy. That's for the boy. That's right. Oh. I know. Because no. the
1: boy wants Subway. Yeah.
2: My son and that wants that the girl wants Panera. Yeah. She wanted Panera. My son loves Subway. How many miles subway? away
1: from our childhood now did this... Now, you were... She's got Panera taste on a Subway budget. <laughs> You were a million miles away just on the swing by Panera and bring oh, it to yeah. school, Wasn't but now happening. that we're going by Subway, we, yeah, you can't even stops? see the taillights yeah. of the distance, the chasm between our childhood and this, right? Did,
4: did they get 100% on a test? No. no did no. they find out they were giant? <laughs> no, they were no, just hungry.
1: They, they had a cumulative 100 on several tests. <laughs> No, it was funny because Lynette was getting a a little defensive about it as I was going into old man rant uh, number 178 of the new year. But I said, no, no, that's why I married you. You love the bejesus out of these kids. And there's no way my mom, I mean, famously, my mom hid a. A bottle of Dom Perignon champagne because yeah. she thought she might have to share it with yeah. her with her husband and her mother and her son one one day. She, like, <laughs> hid it under a sweater. That's like, th- it's a completely different
2: mindset. 1,000%. All right. You know, I still remember the day my mom brought me McDonald's. Like, to this day, I still remember that. Did Damn, she wow. bring it to school? She brought it to school. Oh, my I God. I got my lunch, and she was on the way to work, and she brought it, and she was so pissed. She was so pissed. What did she sound like? Don't ever forget your lunch again. This is the last time. This is the last time. <laughs> but and when you in forget, my head, I was sad. I was like, I'm so sorry. But in my head, I'm like, I got bananas!
1: Was she on her way to nurse or to teach people about nursing? She was
2: about to teach somebody about nursing. <laughs> Wait, what did your you mom did? do? My my mom just worked at a bank. Nursing at a bank? No, she never <laughs> bank nurse. <laughs> every every all the other Filipinos in my family were nurses except my mom. And she wanted me to be a nurse. I'm was like, you were in the banking business. Was there
3: shame that she yeah. wasn't a nurse? Oh, she Great hated shame.
2: me. Great shame. No, no, she wasn't She's
3: the nurse. She's
4: the black sheep at the bank <laughs> oh, over she was at Oh, she bank. was the black
2: sheep. Yeah, yeah, she was the black sheep, yes. Was uh,
1: what? So what did she sound like when she was ordering at McDonald's?
2: I'll take, um, let me see. What's in uh, number one again? What is that?
1: Uh, That's a uh, large fry. Uh-huh. That's a uh,
2: quarter pounder. Oh, quarter pounder, which is a, a lot of Well, it's meat. a quarter a quarter of, of a pound. Is there a pound? Do you have a pound burger? You
1: get four quarter
2: pounders. Then that's four four burgers. That's
1: a pound though.
2: But I just I just want one one pound.
1: Well, you know, like you have a quarter. Uh huh. And then four of them make a dollar. Yes. You could have four quarters that make a dollar. Oh, but that's you, stupid. You, but you can't have a that's, dollar. That's stupid. you see what I'm saying? Uh, I understand. Oh, oh, by the way, the yes. uh, quarter pounder. Uh huh. That's pre cooked weight. Once we cook it, it gets lighter. Well, but we're that's still not pear. Well, what? Is that pear? I want pear?
2: all of the... Uh, that's not bear.
1: It's not a bear. No, pear. It's not a pear. pear.
2: It's not bear. Do you Yeah, not, yeah no. Do it's you not, not speak a pear. English? No, just
1: order either I, one. No, I
2: don't want two. I said uh, You said you pear. wanted a pear. I
1: it's not bear to me. We have a two-for-one court- Big Mac. Okay. If you want a minute. pear... No, I don't...
2: He Do you, you not, not understand what I'm saying to you?
1: You said you don't want a pair. No, I said it's not pair. I'm agreeing with you. It's one burger. It's called a quarter pounder. You okay. want a pair of patties. Yes. That's a Big Mac. That's two patties. <laughs> Whose weight, fine. by, fine. by fine. the Whatever way, don't exceed a quarter pound. It's uncooked. Okay, that's
2: fine. That's Whatever uncooked. you're we saying, that's patties fine. Before yes, that yes, you keep talking. Does it come with French fries?
1: <laughs> it does not come with French fries. <laughs> what? What com- did you say? It comes with a French fry, no, but not a branch fry. that's what I said.
2: I said branch no, fries. I heard you
1: said you wanted a pair with branch fries. We no, don't, we don't I serve did branch say- fries. Who, who yes. is your manager? His name is Ken. He's in a windowless room contemplating suicide right now, staring at brown weird tile on the floor.
2: I hope you die. Okay. I hope you die. Well. I really hope you die. Okay. Yes. I didn't. I don't want the hamburger. I don't want French fries. I want to change my order. I have to hurry okay. up, my son. Oh, we're forgot having. forgot his packing th- lunch. Listen to me. He forgot Stop his talking! lunch. He Forgot his packing s- lunch. Packing lunch. His packing lunch. No, his he, packing lunch. La- I'm. Are you swearing I'm now? I'm cursing right now. Oh. Like maybe Fuck you. Parf-
1: you. You think a parfait would settle you down? A far-pay? A parfait. A farpe.
2: What? A, is a parfait? parfait would you settle said, you down. I'm saying that. I said farpe what yeah parfait yeah, yeah. Far, far 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 pay far pay parfait no
1: parfait. no now i'm confused would yeah, you exactly. Would you like a Listen. complimentary parfait i've been deputized to
2: hand out par, parfaits
1: to, to customers a, okay, that I'll seem take, agitated i'll take a
2: parfait. Pre- pay i'll take a parfait
1: i don't no one really knows what it is it might uh, be ice cream it's kind of
2: yogurt I you know, know we don't it, it's ice cream in I'll a tell cup you, no uh, one really likes it but uh, it's it's got a good name i'll tell you this it's hmm. delicious the parfait, yeah, the parfait is delicious. Parfait, yes, yeah. yeah par- we parfait.
1: have a couple different uh, offerings in terms of toppings for the parfait.
2: Oh, what do you have? Free nuts? We don't have free nuts. No, I you have to pay for free. the nuts. I know, I have to pay for the nuts. Yeah, but, but it, we will. Those pr- pr- still, they are
1: free with the parfait. You cannot. Eat, but we do not have free nuts per you're, se.
2: You're really frustrating. Hold
1: me. on. There's 181 people you behind you. This line. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> you're going to have to wait till we settle this. Listen. Free parfait. Uh, uh, parfait. Would you like? We have a. We have a cherry. Do you we have, have a cherry compote that we pour on top? I'm quite articulate for uh, someone yeah, who works a compote. Yeah.
0: at uh, Listen,
1: at, a, at a McDonald's. I really so we do. We also do a caramel. Some people call
2: it caramel.
1: I call caramel. I'll
2: take caramel. 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 Car- Car-, Car. 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 Carmel. Carmel. caramel. All right. I'll take that. It's a city by the beach. Can I just. Well, yes. I, I don't have time to, Well, we've been here for a while now. Yeah, we have been. And there's a long line behind you know, me. Getting because getting longer. Of you, because yeah. you're being a stupid. Uh-huh. But this is. The, scratch everything I said. Uh, all right. This is what I want to get. filet fish filet fish Who? filet fish We only have a filet of fish <sighs> We don't have... That's what I fucking said. Do you want some fries with that? If you can give me some French fries and a palaiopisha, I would like that. With one...
1: I'll tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to go to that heating tray over there. Okay. I'm just going to get everything that's in it. Just throw it in the back. I don't know. There's a. There could be apple pies in there. There I'll could be that. filet fi- I don't know what's in there, but I will a variety, take every a bari- item in that a variety
2: f- bag. bag. A variety bag. Yes. A variety of things will be in the bag.
1: I'm going to get my duffel bag from my locker, and I'm just going to fill it with every single thing that's in that warming tray right now, and I, and I will just give it to you, Gratos. That's fine. Or Gratis, and Gratos is
2: a place we like you to have, spend time. Yes. Do you have a happy meal? Happy meal? Happy meal. Half-y. With the toy, half-y You meal? put the toy in the box, and it's very happy. It makes me happy. What box would this be? We ha- have a ha- half. We don't have half, a
1: happy meal. Happy half, meal. Happy half-e- meal. Happy meal. I could search the garbage for a half-eaten meal, but most of our customers consume. I, why the whole would meal. I
2: want a half-eaten meal? I I'm want not- a happy meal—the the one that makes you smile. There's oh, happy meal. In happy yes, meal. Yes. Stupid. Yes. Stupid. You're yes. Dumb.
1: Yes. Is your son into Star Wars?
2: Oh, he loves Star Wars.
1: Okay. Because mm-hmm. we're out of
2: those.
1: <laughs> I was hoping you're going to say no. You really make me mad. Nancy. Nice. Joe Coy's wow. mom, everybody. Wow. It's fun. Joe Coy's mom. Look what she went through to <laughs> yeah. bring you that dance dance. That That's why she was mad. She, what did she bring you, by the way? Do you remember? You should Palette know o'fish. to this day.
2: Didn't we just do that? Filet o fish. But that was her
1: favorite, though. <laughs> that was my favorite. Filet o fish is perfect because it was delicious. I never liked fish growing up, and am a big fish fan. It's as far away from fish mm. as you could possibly oh, yeah, ever yeah. ever get. The f- it was fish was the fifth on the ingredient yeah. list of filet filet o fish. Fillet, yeah. Press informed. Yeah. She bring you fries. Well, yep, she brought me fries. Oh wow, a little small coat. Any dessert? <gasps> any apple? My pine. mom was
2: pissed. No, hell no. Right. Just that's all she got me. What would your mom what What
1: would you do for lunch? And what this, would your mom oh, by the way, this lunch. came
2: in the styrofoam. Oh, it was blue styrofoam. yeah it was, yeah. Yes. It was, it was well Big packaged. Time. It looked like, everything was like a gift in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Where a, uh, the box. napkins <laughs> were expensive, we were like wow, this is a good napkin. linen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is linen. Yeah, you were the
1: belle of the ball uh, in your junior I high. I still
2: remember that. What today I'm did- eating. A filet o fish. Right this way, Mister Corey. Yes.
1: <laughs> Kids,
2: gather around. I'll show you what McDonald's looks like.
1: <laughs> and uh, what would your mom pack? What was her sandwich? What What was oh, your horrible. lunch?
2: This is the worst one. And by the way, she didn't have uh, Ziploc bags. We didn't have those kind of bags. I don't even the think fold that was over before bags. my time. Yeah, right. It was the fold over yeah. bag. Those sucked. Or tin foil.
4: Oh no! Oh. Or like the wax salad. paper, and, and then the the she'd fold foil, it yeah. like it was
2: like a nice like, present. She'd roll right. it up on oh. the sides, and it was always either egg salad or tuna fish. Something Ugh. that stunk up the room, right? Oh. And and everyone knew I was opening my lunch every time I opened. I was like, oh shit, Joe's eating a sandwich again. Because it was always egg salad, tuna fish, crinkle, 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 sulfur. Mm. I yeah. think
1: I really do think I could just I could go to a sixth or seventh grade like sort of cafeteria area where people are eating for lunch and i could just walk up and down the aisle going all right your mom loves you (laughs) mom (laughs) doesn't care about you mom love 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 not interested not abusive Mm -hmm. Uh, oh yeah yeah, like i I literally could walk up and down and see who the super lazy checked out parents were and who the ones who were who were loved
4: if you're not sure you have to open the bread and see if there's mustard smiley face
1: Yes, yes oh, and how yeah. they that was a they write their the grad ne- grad right they write their name yeah. on there. Oh yeah. The only
2: little notes. You ever get yeah. notes. Little notes. Oh my god. Eat your apple before lunch. Get <laughs> you- yeah, I got you a, are loved. I got a note that said good luck with Joan.
1: <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> maybe she'll give you lunch.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then when my parents I was when I went to Colfax Elementary. I was just on the super embarrassing breakfast lunch program where you just had your stupid little ticket, yeah, you'd get your ticket. stupid little fish sticks and whatever it was. So that I was off that, and then when I got to junior high, they didn't really have the lunch program as I recall. And my parents got divorced, and I was living with my dad, and I was in ch- he was in charge of putting lunch together. Oh so here was this horrible perfect storm of of of, of horrible lunch experiences for for young adam carolla thanks dad <clears throat> my dad's the goddamn cheapest guy on the planet there's no there's nothing you can say that would ever convince me that he's not just the cheapest guy on the planet so giving you three dollars or two dollars oh. or something completely off that, that was of not the on the table
2: uh, my dad's pretty cheap adam mm, my dad yeah. is still, my dad is still a coin guy my my dad is still a coin guy. Dad, he sifts through those damn coins, man.
1: All, my dad's also wildly incompetent and could not make a tuna fish sandwich if his life depended on it. Yeah,
4: this is Mr. Raisins for Dinner, right?
1: Right. Wow. He eats raisins for dinner and... I just happen to be starving all the time. That's my oh. way. So all I would do is show up and I would find my Jewish friends whose parents love them and also had like a slider build. Mm-hmm. They, they, their parents, they had this great combo. Their parents love them and there were 118 pounds yeah, soaking bins. wet yeah. so guys like me and Ray would just sit next to him going hey Nate you're going to finish that thing? Well, you're going yeah you ate the one half but you're going to eat the other and they'd always throw you so, yeah. throw you more stuff it's like growing up in a koi pond just looking up just looking up, going, please, somebody throw me a crumb <laughs> a or something. Yeah. And, oh, you'd
2: swim to the top too and, and eat it. Yeah. And
1: then we'd just go bug Joan and whoever else was in the snack shack and yeah. see if we could get something. But it was a, yeah. was a whole life of just bumming stuff. It, was it's a weird, yeah. also, it puts you in a mode of, Hey man, like, like, you, you essentially become a seventh grade hobo. Yeah. You, you like wander around, like, are you going fish that cigarette? You're not, like picking up cigarette butts and trying to light them and stuff you like have a that. a sign
3: like, that says hungry? This is literally like pa- I, we panhandle.
2: Yeah. Like, we literally panhandled yeah. all the way through junior high and high school. But, okay, but, but when I was a kid, like, there was always that broke kid. I was that broke kid. And you, and you always try and like, Get schmooze people right. for food and sure. all, just like Adam. But now the roles are reversed because now these kids, because my son goes, a uh, really well off school. All the, all the kids that have money, but they all act like they're broke. Now mm. it's like the roles are reversed now. Mm. Like my son loves not having money on him. My son loves bumming. He's like, he always brags about, yeah, uh, uh, uh Ronnie gave me half his sandwich today and I just blah, blah, blah. Like he loves it. He thinks it's the coolest thing and they all do it. I think I, it's, I, wow. I think it's basically, but they also go to Starbucks and McDonald's and Pizza Hut and all that stuff on their lunch breaks now. So it's kind of like a different Instead world. Instead of playing now. house, they're playing struggle. Exactly. Stronger. It's called playing broke. Interesting. It's uh
1: Yeah, it's like shabby chic. Yeah.
3: yeah. Derelict.
4: Boho. Derelict.
1: <laughs> all right. What's that mean? <laughs> stupid, from uh, stupid Zoolander. Depot. Oh, from Zoolander. Zoolander. Sorry. The,
3: the, Mugatu's new line was like homeless yeah. chic. Oh. Derelict. <laughs> <Dere-leaked. laughs> <Dere-leaked. laughs> all
1: right. Rob Schneider's out there. We're going to bring him in in uh, one second. First, I'll tell you about hymns, man it's 2018 put your hands on your head not you brian Tell me how much Not hair you either. feel up there. I notice, you know, I notice watching a lot of NFL football when the guys pull their helmets off and they're walking to the sideline. You can Steam. see, yeah. you can see it getting a little thin up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, too. yeah right. a lot that's of those right. uh, the, the
3: helmets aren't flattering. You listening, Jason
1: Witten. <laughs> you should have uh, picked up some hymns, man. There's still uh, time for one stop shop for a hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more medical grade uh, solutions and uh, generic equivalents of name brand prescriptions so you can keep that hair and the whole thing is you're not going to get it back you got to keep what you have no herbal supplements none of that stuff that doesn't work no waiting room no uh, awkward doctor visits my listeners can get a free trial month everything you need keep your hair for just five bucks Cost you hundreds if you went to the pharmacy. So while supplies last, see the website for full details. Go to uh, four hymns, four h i m s dot com slash Adam, F O R H I m s dot com slash Adam. You don't, uh, this kind of stuff we, I'd always talk about. Like, you don't have to go to the doctor, you don't have to get the prescriptions. Go to hymns. Okay. Uh, Joe Coy. <clears throat> Rob you. showed up a little early, so we're going to break a little early and we'll get to uh, the great Rob Schneider. Uh, Joe Coy, live from Seattle. Fantastic stand up special. Please, everyone, wa- uh, everyone has watched it, but watch it, watch it again. The Coy Pond, of course, the podcast, joecoy.com is where you go for all the live shows and everything else you want to know about. We will, uh, do a little, uh, good sports and then we'll bring, uh, Rob Schneider in right after that.
0: Podcast One Sports Network presents Good Sports.
6: Hi, and hello, sports fans. Welcome to this presentation by Podcast One Sports of Good Sports. Dave Damashek here. Adam Carolla there. A quick reminder: go ahead and uh, download on uh, iTunes the Dave Damashek Football Program. The playoffs are in uh, at full speed here, and uh, so is the Damashek Show with Matt Money Smith and uh, and beyond. We're breaking it all down for you in front of the divisional round. Download it now. Twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Ace. We were talking yesterday. About them Patriots, we want to talk <clears throat> about the sports guy and his diabolical whatever he did around our Fantasy Football League, and I of got course a, the Shecky Oh, Awards, the wherever.
1: Fantasy, okay, so hold hold on. Uh, f- first off, on Fantasy Football, uh, it's very uncharacteristic for me to compliment a family member, but my son, Sonny, single-handedly won the father-son Fantasy Football League we're in. I of course am, am a I consci- love
6: that you single handedly won the father son. I'm, consci- I'm
1: a conscientious objector. So <laughs> I literally drive in there, I drink beer, and those guys those guys do their draft. But these guys are sober, dedicated dads who show up with their magazines and their clipboards and everything. And Sonny alone beat all these <laughs> <laughs> and These guys are like attorneys and accountants. You know, they're not. It's not Artie Lang. You know, trying to figure out uh, how to get out of his apartment. There's a bunch <laughs> of. Su-
6: how does that happen? I mean, it does. On one hand, it's easy to say, "See, shows you uh, fantasy football. It's all about luck." But that is hard to imagine that a kid, Sonny's age, could defeat grownups who actually are paying attention to football.
1: They are showing up with spreadsheets and materials, <laughs> and, and and Sonny whooped them all. alone, but the best part is, I was just doing this last night, uh, he then can't stop bragging about the fact that that we won, but he has to refer to it as the father-son league, because he's in in the Corolla Digital League, and then he has to refer to this as the father-son league, and then when he does that to whoever he's talking to, I then take over, and this is what drives, and it's fun, it's fun (laughs) driving kids insane. Like, I sit there. And and so he'll say to uh, Mr. Sample last night when we're walking through Pasadena to get some uh, froyo, you know, uh, we won the uh, father son. Fantasy Football League. And then I jump in and I go, and let me tell you, Sonny helped too. It wasn't just me. It's teamwork. He did his part. And I'm not just saying it because he's standing here. It's a collaboration. Sure, I did most of the heavy lifting and I, I fronted the money and I did the driving and so on and so forth. But Sonny... He was right there with me, by my side. He knows some of the teams. He knows Even some home. of the players, some of the teams. He was there. At least he was inspirational. And then Sonny starts going nuts. Are you kidding me? He didn't do anything. Okay. That's sweet. That's believable, little boy. Yeah. Right, right.
6: <laughs> Who do you think they're going to believe?
1: The, uh, I think he got Camara.
6: I was just going to say, it would be interesting if you could name even one player after your stunning achievement a couple few weeks ago when we gave you the Star Wars quiz, and you went undefeated on that. That was your own achievement. You've done enough heavy lifting for the time being. Let uh, Sonny— I
1: I think it was—is it Alvin Kamara? What's the running back? I, uh, no one had really heard of the guy. I don't know. He was good
6: it. at Tennessee, but, and people somebody, but they, he wasn't, the, the knock on him was he's not going to be rugged enough to run between the tackles in the NFL. Once again, the Scouts proving that they know about as much as the rest of us do. right That is, we talk about professions, ACE actually, as a side note. That to me is one of the most fraudulent, but it also comes with the biggest attitude from the if you're a scout. The condescending tone you take to any fan when they say, what about blank? What about Sam Darnold to to my team? Like, huh, I don't think you understand what goes into talent evaluation. Like, right. oh, really? Because the NFL scouts hit, the good ones, hit at about 58%. So if, if you're such a genius, shouldn't you be hitting more in the mid-90s here?
1: All I know is if there's ever a movie that depicts a scout or scouts, they're either insanely impressed or think the person's (laughs) going to be a bust. There's never been a movie where they talk to a scout about the star of the movie, the potential NFL or NBA or whatever, and they went, eh, hey, (laughs) seems like a good fella. I Obviously, he has potential or he wouldn't be here. So I give him a seven. A a reasonable sort of measure. It's either they start shaking their head and walking out of the tryout. Yeah. Or they they get in this they get next to each other and start mugga, mugga, mugga. oh no I'll tell you what, I'll, 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 you know uh, the bidding breaks out <laughs> um, I won
6: now I'm I feel less proud of my victory over uh, over the uh, contentious fantasy
1: league that I'm a part of you know the people in it. it's did cousins,
6: you win so. I won oh Sal didn't
1: mention this to you Sal was just talking about apple as fruit of the year but he it wasn't like just
6: an apple honey it was, it was the honey crisp what was your what's your what's your beef with that. My beef is—is is what? First off, don't go into your same nonsense about the one that you and Kimmel—the the the reason that the fruit of the year is the granddaddy of all. I've been doing the Shecky Award since the, about 90-ish, when I was uh, in college. I started announcing these important categories. and But it really caught fire at a wedding once that you, me, and Kimmel were all attending. And at the reception, I remember we got sidetracked with me announcing to you that the fruit of the of the century had been the apple, and you two went crazy because of your uh, your trivial observation that when you have a fruit cup... That of all the fruits that get left behind, it's an apple. So what? The apple's the leading man. It's not. That's not. It's not someone that's playing ball First with on, that's everybody. That's a so trivial
1: what? observation. That's the ultimate yardstick to measure fruit. What is left at the bottom of the cup? So and Dan everyone- Marino
6: didn't have, uh, and, and Joe right. Montana didn't have. Montana didn't have uh, uh, twenty guys up there when he was getting his gold jacket.
1: So he was right. alone. So okay. So you're telling me it's it's a, it's apropos <laughs> of the holidays. Yeah. You ready? Okay. Okay. When I'm done, uh, somewhere around you know January 11th, when I pull the lid off the sees candy box, and there's one half bitten, one left, the weird cherry one with the weird sandy inside. Your argument is that's everyone's favorite. No, because yes, that's not that's a good analogy. <laughs> yes, it's perfect. You eat all the ones you want, you like the best first, and you leave the ones you don't like last. And that's what happens in a fruit cup.
6: That's not a fair one <laughs> an apple, it's sort of more like ice cream is good and pizza is good. But if you say here are five slices of pizza and a scoop of ice cream, you might be like, well, the scoop of ice cream I'm not in the mood for because it it, it's it's distinguished from the five slices of pizza.
1: No. That's right. fine. Number now one, what? number two is I what was, selling, I was like selling Sal. The I'll big tell you in a cherry, second, the, chair, there, the Rainier, Rainier, cherry, the Rainier, Rainier Rainier. Always about that. Sal and Danny, two sheets, both were disgusted by this choice at our at our breakfast table in Maui. overlooking <laughs> the beautiful. <laughs> this is what we're arguing about vehemently. <laughs> Other tables must think we're insane, right? <laughs> so, I love. That. I also noted that at the reception desk of almost every hotel is a big bucket of apples that no one That's ever nice. touches. That's yeah, right. Yeah, all, all there for aesthetic effect. No one ever grabs one and eats one. You know how good an apple is? It's so good. How come that nobody... I hear... If there was a bucket of Rainier cherries, they'd be exhausted before 10 a.m. Everyone who checked in as before 10 a.m., they'd be gone. Nearby. They'd all be gone. As long they'd as the Gary's, Gary's nodding his head. At a certain point, you'd have to have a meeting. As the manager of the hotel said, we can't afford any more Rainier air cherries. Apples? I buy 14 (laughs) apples. We sit them out there. They've been out there for months. They don't age. Nobody touches them. They don't eat them. Nobody does anything. But you put some cherries or strawberries in there? Forget it. Oh, yeah. You can put strawberries out there for the six weeks of the calendar year that they're good.
6: That's a, that, don't you see the apple's always there for you? No. Through thick and thin, the springtime, I'm waiting for that white peach to get ripe. Meantime, how about a honeydew? That's going to be nice. Don't, oh, it's, it's Christmas time? You know what's right. going to go? A oh, Nice apple. Oh, That's always right. there We're for you. We're waiting
1: to be rescued from this island. How about eating a salamander before we can get some surf and turf <laughs> stateside?
6: You know what? I I don't have uh, the time nor the uh, interest in sitting here and having uh, another minute's conversation on this important subject with you. We'll come back tomorrow, though. Podcast One Sports, Good Sports. For now, out.
3: Good Sports!
0: Corolla Digital delivers the best podcasts ever made with some of the best people around. Hey, you guys, it's Joe Coy, and I got my podcast here at Corolla Digital called
2: The Coy Pond. The Coy Pond. I get all my friends to come on, and then they tell me a story, and then I make fun of them. And it's a blast. So tune in. Just go to
0: AdamCorolla.com and download every episode. The Coy Pond with Joe Coy. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen at podcast1.com, the podcast1 app and at adamcarolla.com. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Hey, I manage a department of approximately 20 employees
6: and I got those fateful words today. One of my employees says I have been approved for a service animal
0: in the office for personal reasons. Fuck me. Have a good one, bud. You can leave us a message at (laughs) 888-634-1744. Rob
1: Schneider in studio. I want to thank uh, Tommy John. Just the best. Wearing him right now. Go to tommyjohn.com slash Adam, save some money, and uh, LegalZoom, they're the best as well. In two different departments, LegalZoom.com, here's a promo code Adam. Rob Schneider, great to see you, my friend. Thank you, thank you for having me, great to be back. I, li- I like this, you got- it's so
5: darn professional in here, it's crazy.
1: the uh, Thank you, uh, Real Rob <laughs> is the name of the show, second uh, season uh, season you. 2 now available to uh, binge watch on 190
5: uh, countries how nuts is that
1: Netflix it's yeah.
5: crazy right it's yeah. a weird it's it's a crazy era yeah it's there's so much out there yeah it's hard to get eyeballs you know, it's hard to get like, uh, because there is. It's not just, you know, there's like eight streaming services and then Disney's gonna have a new one. It's, it's nuts, but like the biggest right now and the best I think is Netflix. And they were like incredibly great, but like all you want to do is make something great. And like the first season they bought after we made the season. And I thought, well, they might want to make some changes and stuff like that or whatever. And they didn't. And then the second season they paid for, and it's like, well, they might want to make some changes. And so they didn't. Like we were, we every episode is thirty two minutes long, you know, thirty minutes plus two minutes of, um, you know, credits and stuff. But the thing about it, it's like you, you can really do something and make something. At this point in my career, I just want to make something great, even if I have to, even if I have to pay for it, like the first season.
1: Well, let's talk about that and see. I think we're having this renaissance of amazing material because. Folks that are commissioning the stuff, uh, who are underwriting the stuff, aren't—they don't do this for a living. Yes, so exactly. They're not right. getting their fingerprints. Well, anytime, all Well,
5: anytime you shake up any industry, good things can come from it. You know, it's like an For instance, when the studio system first collapsed in the '60s, like mid to late '60s by '67, you know, they just really didn't know what to do, and then the stars. From that, who were in that era from the late '50s and early '60s, if you didn't hire your own and produce your own stuff, it was over because you didn't have a marketing team behind you anymore. So in that vacuum, is you know, great artistry can come. It can sneak in. They don't want it. They don't go. We need really some creative new people. They don't know. They just want whatever makes the most money, and that's they're not thinking more than that. And Hollywood's still that way. However, in '67, when Warren Beatty kind of snuck in and opened up the door and made this movie where the the lead characters were both <laughs> brutally murdered. And at the end of the movie. Try to find that in the 60s. Bonnie and Clyde? Bonnie and Clyde, yeah. Yeah. When when he produced that and he got the director and he got, you know, a pen to... uh Sean Penn's dad, to direct that thing, and um, Arthur Penn. And and they made something, and then at the same time, it snuck in and opened up the gate because the studio system really did collapse. So you got guys like George Lucas and Coppola and, um, you know... Roger
3: Corman and... Yeah, so
5: it, it just, it kind it really did open up. So in the same way it's happening now, you're right. It isn't, you know, the streaming services is not like the the studios, and they're coming from a business place, and they literally, is like, well, whatever. What do you want to make? I don't know. And then um, it's been, it's only a few years and and it's uh so but i i think at the same time they're hiring movie people again so the same notes it's going to start happening you know it's going to be a window that will close but
1: as yeah well everything eventually i i'll write a book one day called everyone eventually becomes the man <laughs> yeah. like eventually it, it yeah. always goes that way you start off with the mon pon, then the next thing you know you open up a few new <laughs> franchises and before you know it's all corporate <laughs> mandates and it, it like it almost yeah has to go this direction. It does. It yeah. can't just be here's a blank check. But you think about you look at it this way. If you're if you think of whoever your favorite artist is, maybe it's a musician, maybe it's a fine artist, whomever. Imagine if you said to you know Picasso or Rembrandt or whoever, look, here's a hundred thousand shillings. Just go go knock yourself out. Blow me away. Go <laughs> knock me out. And and I'll find you in six months when you're done, versus I'm going to show up every day and tell you what I don't like about the <laughs> well, progress that, of your painting. Well, I, well, that's How could that
5: painting turn out? An entertainment. Well, that's the thing, though, and it does happen, But and it can happen to, like, you talk about Picasso. Well, let's go back to Michelangelo. When, they, well, when Michelangelo was commissioned to do the Sistine Chapel, they also had notes, okay? Not only did they have notes for Michelangelo, the greatest artist maybe ever, they actually covered over his stuff, and they painted over the genitals. They had did other, they? Ar- they had other artists. Paint over Michelangelo and play, painted the genitals. Painted
3: genitals. Okay, yeah. So okay,
5: that's that's Michelangelo. And then he came back when he was in his sixties and painted the far wall. And 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 back at that time, uh, at that medieval times, they had uh, or the, the Renaissance. I'm sorry, the Renaissance times, they would the artist would paint a picture of himself. Okay, and so he painted a picture of self portrait that he would sneak in there in the mass of people, and you see him as this kind of decrepit person who didn't feel good about himself, and that's where he was at. But also the artistry that he was in his sixties wasn't the same thing as when he was a younger man painting this thing okay so that's how they screwed up the greatest now let's go a couple hundred years later to holland and uh, you take a look at the greatest dutch uh painter ever rembrandt okay he did the night watch okay they did the night watch and he was commissioned for the night watch by uh by the city council the council of of, of elders or whatever and they took you know rembrandt their greatest painter and they cut two feet off the left side of the painting and nine inches off the bottom to fit it between two doors at City Hall. Really? Yeah. So there you go. You got the greatest artist ever. Great. then you, Dutch master. If, if they get fucked with, imagine what they do to like little Rob Schneider, you know, <laughs> <laughs> at CBS. And I remember like one time that did, but like uh, Sid Caesar, the old-timers poker game used to go I'm to I'm glad Nova this Walters. has been going on for time immemorial. It is. It's the same thing. But anyway, so I'm sitting with uh, the great Sid Caesar. It's about 10 years ago. So before, you know, he's passed away recently. The great Sid Caesar, show of, shows which influenced monty python and blah 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 and but this is one a great show and he said to me if you're working in network television if the end result in any way in any shape in any form resembles what you started out with in the beginning it is an enormous gigantic achievement
1: (laughs) wow yeah Yeah, it's true and so we're having i believe This renaissance now, pardon the pun, of folks that weren't formerly in the media business saying, here's some money. Knock yourself out.
0: <laughs> you know what you're doing. Right. We'll now, at some it.
1: point, they'll become the man. They'll start giving notes. But the reason we're enjoying so yeah. much great work right now so, is yeah. you have people that weren't formally producing TV shows and movies now underwriting this right. and letting the artists what, do what but, they but, have but, to do.
5: There's another thing, too, is that there is so much money in it right now that the money, the, the commerciality of it or, or say the, um, is not like the number one concern. It literally is like for, Netflix is like the when they spend six to seven billion dollars. Thankfully, some of that is you know for the real Rob show, <laughs> uh, but they spend that money and they literally it's so much. How could they keep control of all these projects? And so people are are, are going to make something that is not necessarily what they would get at the studio is what they think is going to make the most money at a particular release date at a certain thing. So they're able to like make something that like you know you're not going to get a Dunkirk anymore. You're right. not going to get a pat. Those movies, they're just, they're just too expensive. It just doesn't make it so. But there are, hopefully now with these places like these streaming services will allow something like The Crown to make like a $25 million TV show.
1: How did you start the first season? And I know you, you underwrote it yourself. You did it yourself. But what was the impetus behind that? And then like, what are we talking about in terms of like money? And like, what was, was the plan? It was, first of all, don't do it.
5: It's stupid. And I just, but I just believed in it. And I was like, my wife was like, um, you know, we had a show on CBS. We averaged eleven and a half uh, million a viewers. I mean, that's like a lot. Right. And there wasn't enough for them in the eight episodes. And then they just, you know, and the problem with, your, with CBS, thank you for, I, you know, hey, I love being on the network TV. That's a ton of money. The more money you take, the more controls you lose. You got to know that going in. And so I just remember that they, they did the pilot. They didn't like that. Then they reshot it. They said, well, you know, we get a famous guy. Let's get Cheech Marin to come in. I love Cheech Marin. and But the, it kind of threw the chemistry off a little bit. Anyway, so the show that started out to be something called Rob ended up being so far away from Rob that I said, you know, if I'm going to make one, I want to do one. And I'll call it real Rob, or at least closer and do it more narrow to the bone. And um, so my wife and I, we wrote a pilot, and it didn't really get good response, you know, from people. I said, "Well, let me just shoot the pilot." And we well, you know what? Let's just shoot the whole series. So we just wrote the whole series, and then um, we just let's just make it. So we just we wrote, and, and, I, and I didn't know how much to pay or this or get. So we just like we said, well, maybe it'd be cheaper to shoot it in Florida. It wasn't cheaper at all, but we <laughs> shot it. It came out really good. We got a really good young editor to to work on it, and uh, you know, um, and then. The next thing we know, we shopped it around. People liked it. We, we almost got it sold to NBC. We took out all the swearing out of it. And I said, it still worked. But at the same time, it's like I like having a half-hour show. Like when you see like the greatest – the Mona Lisa of sitcoms has to be Faulty Towers. They only did like 13 of them. Oh, interesting. And it's a half-hour. Is that on BBC? It's the BBC, yeah. And so John Cleese only did a half-hour. He was very nice. Before I started shooting, I went to go, I flew out to go meet him. And say hi. And he was very nice to meet with me. He said, Did you write them all with your wife ahead of time, before you shot? I said, Yes, good, because you can get someone interesting. And he said to me, The difference between my show and the other BBC shows was that, uh, was the editing. He said, uh, I said, what is the number, number, number of cuts per half-hour episode? They said 250. His averaged 450. So he's just in there cutting, 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 right. shooting, and then getting it down. And then um, so we wrote the episodes, and you got to kind of – on the streaming services now, people watch it you know, in a weekend. So you got to give them an arc of a story to keep them in there. And so, that's, so we, we worked on that. We shot the show, and then the guy bought it. Uh, the guy from Netflix bought it after watching the first five minutes. Said, I want it.
1: The first season. Uh, The uh, importance. Your show is really as funny as the editor is, Mm -hmm. which is this crazy thing, which is editors aren't known for being funny, but you could take a whole bunch of eights and nines and tens of jokes and then put them in an editor's computer, and if the person isn't funny, then what comes out is just what the number of the <laughs> editor <terrible>. is. <laughs> so if the editor's a three, yep. he'll then craft a three together. <laughs> that, and finding a funny editor, man, God well, bless you well, if you first found all, that person.
5: You could screw up at so many levels at a comedy. First of all, and people say, like, you know, comedies never get the attention and the, the awards, which are all crap anyway. But, like, the awards stuff is, is like, because they think it's easy. because But they don't realize how difficult it is. You have to have a funny concept. Then it has to be written funny. In a funny situation, delivered by really funny people, shot by people who understand where the funny is, and then edited by somebody who doesn't screw any of that up. And then it has to be sound mixed, so it's just right. I mean, there's so, in any of that place, you could screw up a joke, you can screw up a TV show, you can screw up a movie.
1: Well, can I uh, float this theory to Rob Schneider, and then you guys tell me what you think. And and tell (laughs) me if you experience this, Rob, with all your years of experience. I think the reason. Um, comedy is, is difficult is when you're doing uh, drama – Action, whatever. They've kidnapped Liam Neeson's daughter. You know, she's in yeah. Prague. She's yes. chained to a bed. There's shadows and misery, and there's sweat, and there's some guy with a thick Ukrainian accent. And we put
0: a scar on. Oh, he's, yeah. he's smoking. He's smoking. A, he's a bad guy. Smoking two cigarettes.
1: That's right. Two. He's got one in his mouth. He's holding the other. Now, when he put one out on yeah, the daughter, yeah. and then we have Liam no, Neeson saying, a guy, yeah. "I have special
4: particular training. Set of I skills." Have special training. Good. Luck. Right, so we go. Bye. I'll
5: find find you. Right. So when I do find you, it'll be a great part of the movie. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We know within three percentage points, one way or the other, that's all going to work. It's all going to work. I know that's going to (laughs) work. And when you do it... And you have the crazy clown with the horrible teeth, and he's in the sewer, and he's going reach. No, if you want your paper come boat, the come Just reach, just reach. We all and the music swelling yeah. and the thunder clapping. They're telegraphing. We know it. We yeah, know it. Know, we know it. Now though. I'm going to pitch Borat to you. And you tell me if you think this is going to work. We difference. don't know. That's well, what I'm saying. Problem. We don't. You
5: don't know. You can always be scared shitless in a movie. I don't care what mood you're in. Okay. I don't care who you are because everybody's you know is into the. Well, they can get into the drama of it or go oh shit. You know whatever. Comedy has got so many other elements that are weighed into it. That's why the criticism is mostly about the critics
1: because you not when you go see a comedy you have to be in the mood for a comedy and there is no. <laughs> I've always said you can take uh, a big pot, put all your favorite ingredients in it, yeah. and at some point you take a little hit off the broth and you can go, it's not good. but like, a, I don't know why. But the comedy, comedy can do
5: that. Comedy can do But also I'm talking about people's own particular uh um, oh yeah you know their own take on it like for instance sure. like because comedy has to do with like if you ask somebody are you a really good cook are you a really good chef people be honest about that they go you know i'm ai know a couple things but i won't call myself a real good cook or anything they'll be honest about that right. the humor seems to get to the core of how people perceive themselves and you know their own intelligence and so if they don't like something they don't find it funny it's an
1: affront to their own. No, every you know? every single critique starts with, I have a great yeah. sense of humor,
3: well, I can but As much I of the here's show. why yeah.
1: Sasha Baron Cohen crossed the line. You know, it's <laughs> like, oh, you have a great sense of humor, yeah. but now uh, yeah. here's why but, this wasn't Barat
5: funny. made me cry laughing. It's yes. the only comedy I've ever seen two times right in a row.
1: I said, I got to see this twice. Yeah. I agree. And again, good luck describing that or, or no,
0: <laughs> good luck prognosticating, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, knowing yeah, that's going to be funny.
5: Dan Graney is one of my who worked on Borat and wrote that really famous speech about like <laughs> I am a fan in the you know where he's where he's doing the star-spangled banner or whatever I support your war of terror <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I support your war of terror I just that was so brilliant and nobody in that crowd got that it was just like it's those the things you die for you know and so you know it's like you know whatever Sacha Barakone does the rest of his life oh that God. is one of the high points of comedy in the history of the world his brother who they kept in the
1: cage, in which she would tease him <laughs> by raising her skirt up. But one day
2: he got out of the cage. <laughs>
5: <laughs> like, those are you, it's like it's – to me, it's a fuck. it's a diamond. You, you got to cut it just perfectly right. And, and, but that was so cool how that got out because they didn't it. release that in like 10,000 theaters. You know like they do with Norman. They just throw it out there and people go see it and whatever. And they they released in 850. So people are like, fuck, I got to go see it now. And that's why it became an event. Yeah. It was like you want to stand out in line excited to get in there. And it was an event when you were in there and it delivered, man. It's, oh. it's a,
1: it did, but like I said, there is no possible way you could have ever known in advance that that thing was going to oh, yeah, make yeah. you laugh harder than anybody. And then ever the next seen. movie doesn't work, so it's like right, you never right. know. That's the same that's, guy, same great jokes. That's why comedy oh, yeah. is harder than taken. With Liam Neeson, it's way hard. We, yeah. we can figure all <laughs> that formula. out yeah. way in advance. Right. All right, Not. let's get the news uh, ready to all go. Right. I'll tell you about uh, Tommy John, man. Oh, how about you upgrade from your own old uncomfortable underwear to Tommy John unparalleled comfort, innovative design, patented fabrics, never rides up, waistbands never roll down. It is wedgie free, and they got a guarantee. Socks that stay up like a second skin tees that stay uh, tucked in. It's all the best, especially if you're ever wearing a suit, put that Tommy John undershirt on. It stays tucked in all backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. I'm wearing the Tommy John undershorts uh, right now. I do the longer, uh, not the shorter midway one, but the long one, especially good for jogging or taking a long hike or, uh, working out or any of that stuff. And, uh,
2: Eh, give a little
1: shot of the uh, talc down the down the front, get an extra wearing out of them. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. We all have them here. There's a package out there with my name on it that says Tommy John, and I'm excited. Not for long. I'm excited it? to tear
0: into that bad boy. It is Tommy John. Dawson. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Adam to get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Adam for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Adam.
1: All right, Rob, hang out. We'll do a little news, and you can uh, crack yeah, wise.
5: Let's
0: do it.
2: Give me the news with Grad. News with Gina Grad. Oh, here's like a famous person Green talking to All those crazy Trump tweets. Give me news with Gina Grad. Trouble in the Middle East. Celebrity drunk
0: meltdown. Seek news
1: with Gina. Gina Grad. The news with Gina Grad. uh Rob, you got... If you want to say something, you can say something. Oh
5: no, no, I'm sorry, I just uh I thought we were like they went the mics went cold. <laughs> I thought <laughs> yeah, so. they, gotcha. they never go cold. They never go cold.
4: Every gun is loaded, every mic is hot. Mm-hmm. No, I just
5: say what an incredible voice that guy's got out there.
1: I know. Oh him? He'd use that to make some money. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Well, the female-led three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, and Big Little Lies were the big winners at Sunday's Golden Globe Awards, which was dominated by the recent sexual misconduct allegations in Hollywood. Both shows took home four trophies each, I believe. Uh, Other winners were Lady Bird for Best Motion Picture Musical or Comedy, Handmaid's Tale Best Television Series Drama, and the Marvelous Miss Maisel uh, Best TV Series Musical or Comedy. This Is Us star Sterling K. Brown became the first black actor ever to win the Golden Globe Award for Best Actor in a Television Series Drama, while Master of None star Aziz Ansari became the first Asian actor to win a Globe for Best Actor in a Comedy Series. A couple clips for you. Off the bat, host Seth Meyers got right into the big night's topic of sexual misconduct by opening the show uh, with the line, Good evening, ladies and remaining gentlemen. Here's a clip of him taking jabs at two of the most notorious men currently in Hollywood.
1: Well, I think it's time to address the elephant not in the room. Harvey Weinstein isn't here tonight because, well, I've heard rumors that he's crazy and difficult to work with. But don't worry, he'll be back in 20 years when he becomes the first person ever booed during the in-memoriam. It'll sound like that. Good joke. Well, despite everything that happened this year, the show goes on. For example, I was happy to hear they're going to do another season of House of Cards, Is Christopher Plummer available for that, too?
5: (laughs) That's a better joke. I hope he can do a southern
1: accent, because Kevin Spacey sure couldn't. Oh, is that too mean? To Kevin
4: Spacey? (laughs) The other clip that uh, everybody's talking about is, we talked about it a little bit, Oprah Winfrey's uh, acceptance speech for the Cecil B. DeMille Award for Lifetime Achievement. She kind of stole the show with a rousing speech about sexual harassment and assault. And uh, have a clip from that. Um, by the way, some big rumors swirling around about Oprah Winfrey right now for her future. But first, we'll, we'll play the clip.
1: Oh, uh, just a quick uh, Oprah sign. Yeah. I was at the uh, Sprouts in... Uh, la Cunata. i was checking out saw the magazine rack guess who made the cover for the seven hundred thousandth time of her own magazine, of o, of o magazine? Of o, Oprah. oh magazine, Oprah, wow, yeah. Oprah's on the cover. She I did was, it. It was going to pull me over she with a feather. I couldn't believe her. it. She made the cover once again. She
3: looks slim. First the Cecil B. DeMille award, and now this. No, yeah, she what? made Point the cover. Of her her own has she magazine? done that much film
5: work for a Cecil B. DeMille? I mean, I know she's a huge star and everything, the color
3: but,
4: purple but, and but, and but man,
3: how many?
1: No, movies? not enough for yeah, so not enough I'm film. Cecil
5: B. DeMille was remade a movie that he made in the twenties. That you know the. I mean. Ten thousand. What are the Ten Commandments? I mean, there's some big movies. I just don't know what the film, uh, I, I guess, or acting. I mean, I get Oprah. She's a giant. She star. transcends
3: all. No, of no, the no,
5: rules. no. But for awards, like Cecil B. DeMille, Award. I would think you'd have to have a body of work. Of, of you can film say, work.
4: you can say Tom Hanks, right?
5: You know, yeah. You can say like you know people, but like.
4: But, but, Rob, Oprah's Oprah.
5: I know, I know. That's but, what but, no, I'm, I'm, I'm you with sort you. Of let's let's uh, not be politically correct about this. She has not done that many movies. She doesn't deserve an award like that. It's a Cecil B. Demo. You can give her an award to get her to show up, but call it that. <laughs> you know. Thanks for coming, work. The
4: luring Award. Yeah,
5: we got, a, we got Oprah. She'll bring in a lot of people Award.
4: That's true. Well, here's, here's a clip of Oprah crass. from yeah. the speech.
3: And this year, we became the story. But it's not just a story affecting the entertainment industry. It's one that transcends any culture, geography, race, religion, politics, or workplace. So I want tonight to express gratitude to all the women who have endured years of abuse and assault because they, like my mother, had children to feed and bills to pay and dreams to pursue.
5: Well, you know, it's, right. um, gosh, well, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Here's a question. But, but like, you know, it's like, it's a, hey, it's, it, it is, it is the issue. And, 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 and um, I, I, uh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how exactly, um, like, I love Oprah and everything. I'm still getting, I'm still worried about this whole uh, Cecil B. DeMille thing. I can't
4: yeah. get over that. Well, the other big news. Uh, um, Who are the
1: well, Max Patty? Got to give us the past recipients of the Cecil B. DeMille with all these awards buried at
4: Hollywood Forever, I believe. Yeah. yeah, I think his mausoleums. Over you there.
1: have to give us whoever won. Well, you know, you got to look at all these awards the things. Like,
5: I mean, the, the reason why like the first Academy Awards was just a, just just a publicity tool. It's still just a publicity tool for movies because at that time Europe they wanted to make sure that they um, were competing with European films like for the world market, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they wanted, um, uh, you know, to bring publicity to Hollywood. And truthfully, the the two World Wars is what separated why why Hollywood became the biggest. Movie center of the world because it was so protected. I mean, like the French and German, you know, movie industry it was wiped out, and and then World busy. War Two, boom. You know, so the the great ones, like Billy Wilder, escaped from Hungary to come to right. America. So that's how we got the, the world talent.
1: That's interesting, interesting. yeah, because everyone knows it as it pertains to like the atomic bomb and <laughs> yeah. things like that. They yeah. kicked out the Jews. We took the uh, smart ones and put them over, to, uh, put them work on uh, the the bomb. But- Werner von Braun, yes, Werner.
5: Well, so let's see what this Nazi can do. Okay, he can. He gets in. We let him in.
1: <laughs> Meryl Streep last year, Denzel the year before, Clooney in 14, and uh, Woody Allen.
4: So you make a fair point, Rob. Make a fair
1: point, right? Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. I didn't Even think the about Clooney that. Even the Clooney one, I go, wait a
5: minute. <laughs> I don't know if he's got, I mean, I get it with De Niro and those guys. But, well, you know.
1: Clooney has done enough, but yeah. then it's sort of like, eh, just wait another decade and he will have done even more and then it'll really yeah, it be- seems
5: like, it, you know, guys near death are the ones that get those awards, yeah. you know. Now it's trying to get, it's like to me, what I think about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's, you know, if you're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's complete bullshit now because they just have a party every week and they want to bring in and make sure that they have like, so they don't care, it's like the baseball one, you get. If there's not enough votes, you're not in this year, there's nobody. But for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, there's, ah, no, but who are going to get this year? Who are we going to get this year? It doesn't mean anything
1: Are anymore. you saying
4: that Jan Wenner is not fair and just?
5: <laughs> I don't think he's the one that decides.
4: But oh,
1: okay. Let me ask you guys a bigger overall question, as I always okay. think about
5: it. And I'll tell you about what awards a show, what a real award. Mm-hmm. Let's we'll talk, talk right.
1: about that. Po- politics uh, affecting everything now. Yeah. Um, and But I don't know the nuts and the bolts, but you tell me. Okay. I think, like, last year we had a theme, and that was diversity mm-hmm. and black mm-hmm. folk and f- black faces Oscar, represented so YG, and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And Moonlight wins, right? Right. Um, this year, when I'm watching those Golden Globes, it seems like Lady Bird and almost everything sort of female-centric is winning. Yes. Now, if you are making odds in Vegas... Mm. A year ago or four months ago or whatever it is, you could have went, Oh, Dunkirk is the favorite. I mean, it's a sweeping epic, whatever. Yeah. But socially, not, <laughs> true. not checking any boxes. Yeah. Thus, if you, the best position you can be in now is a producer, writer, whatever, for Ladybird, because this is a quirky, strong woman written by a woman, mm-hmm. produced by a woman, stars a woman. Ladybird <laughs> this year, now not Ladybird last year. Mm-hmm. And not, maybe not Lady Bird the next year when we've moved on no. to indigenous people or whatever whatever yeah. it is we're looking out the for, window. whatever whatever time the cause place. is a now. A new, new disease. But if Lady Bird wins, it'll be because <laughs> well, of this, right? Speaking
3: of that, Rob, like or Phil- will it? Philadelphia was a big beneficiary of time and place. Like, it was yeah. 1992 or wherever it was. Totally. You know, the AIDS thing was, the crisis was at a fever pitch. Like it, it, certain films benefit from being at a time and place.
0: Well, right, they're, so, they're
5: all. They're, I mean, the, the whole academy thing is a bunch of ass kissers trying to get involved in the party. Whatever, that's all it is. I mean, let's just call it what it is. I agree. Old people, like what? I don't want people to think we're racist. Well, was, then we go. Who will we do this year? So well, we'll give it to the Schwarzes.
3: We'll do it. Why not? You wrong. know, your Australian accent needs to work. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who? I don't want. To, I want to be invited to the party. Who do we got to bring? So yesterday seemed very female centric. Yeah. Yes. Of yeah. the moment, who didn't see that right. coming? Well, and did no, you notice nobody? It,
4: <laughs> I watched very closely, and I don't think I'm wrong about this. Not one woman got played off, but a
5: ton of the dudes did. Okay, let me ask you a question. Hmm. Let's talk about awards. First of all, the Golden Globes is like a literally a bunch of like 63 people who who are like foreign foreign press. It's a bunch of losers. I don't mean to say this in a bad way, but there are a bunch of losers that like literally want to one is just, we got to have a party somehow and get these famous people. Well, you know that, that uh, Hollywood celebrities will show up to any award show, no matter what it is. Blockbuster had an award show and everybody showed up. So it's just, uh, you know, so it doesn't, it, it's, it's absolutely meaningless, you know, unless you get nominated, then it is important. Then, then it matters. You know? But like, let's go, what's the biggest award in the world? Let's just say. Stanley you get, Cup. Okay, okay but next is Stanley Cup. <laughs> in the universe. like the Academy in humanity. Award. In humanity. Oh, in oh, humanity, oh, Nobel is Nobel I mean, okay. Peace Prize. So well, let's say. You know how the Nobel family made their money? Dynamite. Dynamite! Right. Killing hundreds of thousands of people. And so this greatest thing that mankind could come up with is award, the Nobel Prize. It's based on murdering and thousands and thousands of people, hundreds of thousands dead. So it's like, well, that does that mean anything then? To me, it doesn't.
1: Good point. No, and I I agree if they start handing it out, like I think, well, no, but without sounding like a douche, I think they give... Uh, President Obama yeah, the Nobel so early, Peace Prize yeah. like six months into his first whatever and, and, and it's then he like bombed Libya and Syria you can't just hand it out you have to,
5: have to do something again, here again that yes. the, that's the party that they wanted to have hey yeah. let's get this guy that'll be a better party right. you know more people want to show more up We'll give it to this guy so it's the same thing with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I'm saying the same thing with the Golden Globes it's all uh, you know it's just a higher level uh, high school popularity contest that's all it is you know? all right. until well, I get nominated that's right <laughs> Speaking then, they, of a popularity then they are contest. doing something the tune- important then right. <laughs> they they fig- they figured it out. When I get then them they'll have it all figured the out. dialed in.
4: Yeah. Well, speaking of popularity, uh the big news after the Golden Globes was that there are whispers and maybe not so quietly that Oprah is uh. actively thinking about running for president uh in 2020. Well, what
5: billionaire wouldn't think about it if if, if Trump could win? It kind of opens yeah. the door. The Rock. Oprah. just like 10, Oprah. you know yeah. it's like I am not a Hillary Clinton fan, but there's at least 10,000 people you would prefer being president. At least 10,000 that you would you could name. Oh, women, yeah. no, or, no or, ten thousand more than Trump, then you'd rather have than oh, Trump. oh, oh so
1: yeah. it's, it's 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 wide. Infinite. It's wide open now. It's gonna uh, yeah. be hopefully. We'll, we'll come full circle here. Now it's going to be a... Instead of the big three networks, we'll have all these other players getting involved and the quality will go up. <laughs> do hopefully. Kanye's going to run. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a it's oh, gonna it's gonna be be circus. Say that. Because we didn't want to just... Before it was like, oh, the Bushes, the Clintons, the Kennedys. Like, how what are the chances the sons and the sons of the sons are ever yeah. going to be no. any good? You know, let's just get the freshest talent we can find. And
4: do you think in our lifetime or even at all, do you think this is the end of the two-party system in America? No. No, no? no, no. Because no, no, it and, feels like it's, it. It's tra- Republicans can't agree with each other anymore.
5: Democrats don't agree with each other anymore. Oh, well, I, well, f- I, I don't know. I, I think, though, until you have a moneyed system, you know, first of all, they get money from the government and matching funds. You know, so there is a establishment. That's why they—that's why they hate Trump so much. He's not even part of the establishment. They hate. Right. So that's why it's—it's it's like it's—it's it's threatening the status quo. If some guy can get in there, that's not really a Republican. You they know, doesn't need them. So what you have—you have to have if you're going to have you have to have some sort of governmental matching funds, and I think you do if you qualify. It's just going to be somebody's got to come in and spend a billion dollars and say, okay, here. You know, and and it's and there, and how does it benefit somebody to do that? Because the two party system benefits the oligarchy that we have here, not really a democracy, but just centers of power. And as long as that's
3: not threatened, they're going to keep the same system going. Yeah. To that Makes point, Oprah's Oprah's a, a multi billionaire; she's worth two point eight million dollars. So. I think billion, right? to win a billion dollars billion. for the B. I th- think anyone You said an M actually... and I, I, she would have twinged if she oh. heard the M. <laughs> I M. You're going back to 1990 dollars. Actually, but, yeah. Anyone who's actually worth a billion dollars or more The system works I, for them. Well, I think would look at the presidency as a huge waste of time. That's four years and they could be running their empire and accumulating wealth. Donald Trump is not a billionaire. Like He he, he has money but he's not a he's super... I don't think it's money. I think it's win. legacy. Yeah, I that, think like I, when Rob said Kanye, he's like, yes, people who are obsessed with... With the fame and the achievements. But I think Oprah would
1: simply do it as a part of a legacy thing, not not a financial. I mean, there would be. There's nothing makes sense financially, but also if she's good for a thousand lifetimes. All these
5: people got. I mean, part of the thing is ego.
1: I mean, a lot That's of the, the big. Of I mean,
5: I don't think Trump That's thought he was going to win. In all honesty, I don't think he was going to.
1: I I also feel this way. My my feeling is this with with your Oprahs of the world. I think they're you're kind of climbing into the octagon. I mean, you have to debate. You yeah. have to know the issues. You have yeah. to... Openly Oprah stand gets for to something. just hang out and be a genius. Yeah. Like, she just gets to hang out and be an icon. I, would, I think she would rather... Have a life where a hundred times a day, a hundred strangers yeah. said, You should run for president, <laughs> then yes, actually get up right. there and get exposed. A named, like but, a little bit. You got
5: to look at people like, like Franz Beckenbauer, the guy who used to play for the Cosmos. He was a great German soccer player. I think it's Franz Beckenbauer is his name. Mm. Uh, uh, Nobody. We're gonna not going to it. But anyway, so this guy, he was like the head of the, for the Olympic, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, for, um, anyway, he said, like, is, Why don't you, he would have been easily could have been prime minister. You know, of of Germany could have been like the Chancellor of Germany. He said, "Why would you? Why wouldn't you want to run?" He said, "Because as soon as you run, you lose half your popularity." Yeah. Right. so it's like why would Oprah and then if Oprah says the wrong thing about this or that or the military and then and then boom she loses the military and, you, and so you you start to you know you 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 kind of uh, fraction off a part of your your potential and, audience and, and, and and in a them. way
0: it's like is it worth
1: she's it? already royalty Right Yeah that's what I'm saying why I was why say. do well, the nuts and the bolts But
5: that's the
4: question does she transcend giving a shit about losing half the population
5: Well you have to have in other words even if she was the greatest potentially the greatest president that, uh, that's out there and most human, whatever, there, it, that's not what makes a great president. I mean, they could, you could say easily the smartest president of the last half century was Jimmy Carter. It didn't necessarily translate because it wasn't just what was happening, it wasn't just him, it was also him in, in the position of power to do anything and there's another huge thing that makes a great president or a potential great president. There has to be things going on in the world that they can respond to right. and you could look back to and so like, you know, for Abraham Lincoln let's say in the 1920s, he would have been... His, yeah. Yep. You, you could have been the same. Lord <laughs> well, like Churchill. Oh, or
1: whatever like, Abraham so I'm, not a, I'm not a historian. I mean, first of all, in the 50s,
5: well, like, they got rid of Churchill. They got right. sick of Churchill after because he was prime minister after right. World War II. And they said, ah, we're sick of that guy. They're sick of that same guy that you know. Oh, now is our darkest hour, our finest hour, and so so the thing is, it's also a place and time, right? And so you'll see, like I mean, until the Great Depression, you know, Hoover's considered like uh, the favorite president, one of the greatest presidents. And then the, the depression, the, the depression happened, yeah. and that destroyed him. him. So it, it's also time and place, not just who. Good yeah, Very good point.
4: Well, speaking of time and place, just in time for states like California to start selling... Also, we're yeah. going a
1: little nuts on the mor- morality thing, whether it be oh, yeah. Clinton or... Bill Clinton well, let me just and, say you, and Donald
5: Trump talked about
1: grabbing and, the bus. I,
5: I did grab <laughs> the bus. The most pussy. moral,
1: <laughs> the most decently moral guy on the planet was Jimmy Carter. <laughs> the best, yeah. and people no consensus no time is yeah. probably worst president, yeah. but the greatest guy. A lot of, was, was, a lot of houses. Very dedicated, very religious, yeah. very faithful. Yeah, he, he did
5: that very famous Playboy magazine at that time, though. So I did lust at, I did lust after other women, and <laughs> as I, in my heart, I knew I did. <laughs> I that, that was that in was his a, heart. That was like the 1970s version. of... Of getting blown in the Oval Office, <laughs> <laughs> he, he admitting admitted to lost, I lost it after <laughs> another <laughs> woman. He lost it. Our president did, and that's like you know. And now you got a president has been, uh, you know, twelve women are accusing him of sexual harassment, and he
1: says like at least four of them are lying. Yeah. At least Carter's like I thought <laughs> third about third are lying. I thought about driving a Corvette once. <laughs> Please <laughs> pick admittance. Yes.
4: Well, just in time for states like California to start selling recreational weed, the Justice Department is fixing for a fight with states over. Legalize marijuana. Good luck with that.
5: Cat's out of the bag. Yeah.
4: Attorney General Jeff Sessions plans to rescind President Obama's coal memo, which deprioritized federal prosecutions for pot and opened the doors for states to legalize it. Sessions has been hinting at the move for months now.
5: Well, I, Uh, I heard that, too.
4: Yeah, opponents of pot legalization say this is, uh, see, this is a victory, but a small one. Anti legalization activist Kevin Sabet says, quote, it's really the beginning of the story. Now that guy's got to be end. a loser. Who <laughs> wants
5: to hang out with that because guy? Because nobody
4: would share their weed with him. So it's, he's like, it's like
5: somebody who's against gay marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You know, you, that's just going to, you're going to have to give in.
4: Well, and that's this, gay this marriage, is the easiest thing to ignore. I mean, people are still well, going to buy weed. They're not afraid. But I,
5: people want to cling to the past. That's, yeah. that's a true, true definition of conservatism is just accepting what was radical 70 years ago. That's the truth. And so it's like they're kind of clinging to that. And it's like it's the same thing with, with alcohol. You're going to have to like – they had that for years. Yeah, and people we were sneaking. And it's, it's just – they're going to have to give in. Marijuana is here to stay. That's it. Yeah.
1: Well, I always just sort of believe uh, – it's a kind of what side of history do you want to be on? Like I, I always yeah. just say like two drinking fountains, black and a white drinking yeah, yeah. fountain. Like you had to see that – no matter how caught up in the 50s you were, no matter how far yeah. in the South you were, like you had to look at that. And no, if no, somebody no. said, in 100 years, yeah, how are you going to look? Do, do this? you yeah. think this is going to be here 100 years from now? Yeah. George Wallace. And if st- the answer is like probably not, yeah. then go Enjoy ahead it and. and get, George Wallace standing in front of
5: a university blocking uh, African American right children to want to come into a university to study. they like and you just go, wait a minute, you know, that's forever gonna be, you know, intolerance uh personified.
1: Right. You can go. There'll be footage of me physically blocking a university from young black women from coming in yeah. and learning with school books. And that'll that'll be it. There'll be footage of me getting shot on a campaign stop, too. But what what, what I'm saying is, is yeah, yeah. Don't, there has to be a little part of you that goes, look, pot's going to be legal. Gay marriage is going to yeah. be legal. So, Just move. So and what,
5: what is like, I think, though, if we're going to have people like Oprah running, in, and I think she would be she would be excellent. I, I do think what we, we we need to get to is a place of increasing and bettering the human condition. Not like you know th- that is the big one. You have to make decisions to make the world a better place and you can do it and that's the great thing about the potential for the internet. The internet has like this potential for all this incredible information, but yet people just go on and look at the same shit that they want to look at from the same people who agree with the same thing they're doing. So but I do think if you can decide like uh as somebody who can step into this uh platform and not worry about getting reelected like every other politician and then make some changes like when you want to buy something, you know. Well, okay, you well, you like a pair of jeans. Okay, who made those jeans? Where were they made? Were they made in Los Angeles or they, they have, in the normal hours? Or were they made in Bangladesh by an 11-year-old yeah. working 80-hour fair weeks trade? in a place that could catch on fire and right. they could all die? Right. You know, you know, you like your iPhone? I like my iPhone. Okay, who made that? Okay, this made in Guangdong and it's a place where so much, the working pressure is so hard that they're jumping out of the windows they killing themselves. They put up suicide nets. They put up nets. Can you imagine? You, you had it as a Chinese worker. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I'm gonna, I can't take it. This me made. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Oh, it's over at least he's off fucking net you know <laughs> yeah. so I mean you just become aware and then you make the decision from the yeah, then, that then that you make the decision to buy it but you be aware of it and go you know what okay these jeans do fit pretty good I'm sorry for that 11 year old but then but think about it at least be aware of those things right. and I think that's the future for it before you buy something it's going to be like a red label and then you decide if you want to be if you're okay with the child labor law of, you know they don't get Sundays or whatever you know I just like that there must have been a accountability. meeting accountability I like there must have been a meeting at Apple when this happened, the suicide thing. It must have been a very interesting meeting. They're like, hey Larry, we got a problem there in Guangdong. What? We're gonna eat there. have to get. We're gonna have to get some softer cement down there. Or or, <laughs> no, we're, or we're gonna have or, to, to do something. Else. <laughs> but no 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 no. Maybe we should lower their hours. And maybe we should you know maybe give them some food. And mm-hmm. then they can go visit their parents. Coffee break. Open a, open a window. Open a window. And there's always one asshole in that meeting. You know what we ought to do. Put up some fucking nets. Put up some nets. Or a- Shut up, God damn it. This is a serious meeting. We've got people killing themselves. Okay, how long is it going to take to put up these nets?
1: <laughs> that is also, uh, I've always said that about uh, L.A. Like when they started putting razor wire around the freeway signs, <laughs> that was time to stop and take a good long look in the mirror and really go like, what? kind of city are we living in like when you're putting Uh, suicide nets around your building it's time to have a little meeting wherever (laughs) they have the vending machines to really just really figure out where we're going as a company and why we need these nets and if we're cool with it right yeah Yeah. um it's just like
5: you're getting hit on the hammer hitting a hit on the head with a hammer and you're taking an aspirin i got an aspirin you got to get to the root of the
1: problem it sends a very dangerous message to the folks that are used to the nets Mm. Because now they're in the 15th story of an apartment, <laughs> yeah. and their wife comes home and catches them cheating. And they're like, sweetie, just jump out the window. Don't <laughs> worry tired. about it. And they're like, what? No, don't uh, worry. There's always a friendly net there for you, and she just all falls all right. to her death. Yep. 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 you got to think about that. <laughs> you got to think about it. You've to
4: <laughs> Well, we've spent a little time on this show talking about the most popular baby names. Brian went a, a little ballistic about it the other day. He didn't always
1: like false information. the fact okay, yeah. that uh, – What was Make it? No, no. News.
3: Uh, on Baby Center specifically, Jackson was the number one name.
1: Really? Yes. Jackson. Well, 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 I said Jax somebody. I, somebody told me Jax was the most popular name, whatever, which I'm short for Jackson.
3: Must be. Well, it could be. Yeah. yeah. J-X. Abbreviation of Jackson. That's a pretty cool name. Go I yes. mean, that's way cooler yeah. than okay. like.
1: So that, but that person was not incorrect so much, that much.
3: Not that much. Is it going to ever get
1: to like Betty and Lorraine again, or no, was well, that it's forever? it's
4: funny you should ask because is it ever? blogger 1930? and biotechnologist David Taylor did find out what is the historically most trendy name in history. Trends. He created a metric that measured name popularity throughout U.S. history, and that uh, guy's
5: got a lot of time on his. Yes, ends. he does.
4: <laughs> and the rate of its rise and fall. Now you'd
5: be an incredible serial killer, that guy. <laughs> oh, if he, yeah. if he wasn't distracted by he this. Wasn't. So yeah.
4: I'm going to let you guys guess, but I'm going to give you a few. Clues. He would get like sixty people before not.
5: they caught him. Sixty.
4: <laughs> the, the most, the trendiest name ever, Mary. Mm-mm, from nineteen forty-seven, it was because a huge, Laura, Laura, popular song Rebecca, hit by Rebecca, a guy named Jack Laura, Lawrence, and Rebecca, when that song hit number Laura. one, no.
5: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
4: it was uh, on the Billboard charts 5.5% of all girls in the U.S. Had that name at the same Lisa. time Nope Since then No other name has trended Barbara, as much Barbara, Barbara. Um, It's not a name you hear a lot now uh, You know You hear Maybe your mom has this name Your mom's Remy. friends have this name mm-hmm. But this is a song Betty and, no, I'm going to go oh, a more, guesses. I'm
1: going to a little more urban was this
3: the is this the song? <laughs> Sweet little
1: Nichilla,
2: Very we know close. her if you see her. Sandy. This is the, Sandra, song Sandra, the song. Sandra.
1: Sandra.
5: Sandra.
4: Laura. Nope. Lisa. Nope. It's a song by Jack Lawrence from 1947. Betty. <laughs> good am <laughs> All good guesses. Is it Nancy? Lisa. Nope. Lisa. Nope. nope. Uh, nope. Anne. Anne. Nope. Anne. When does it kick in? Um, this is my first time hearing it, too. Adam. Hello, cutie. Steven. Oh.
5: What's your name? Fresh. Patricia
1: oh, I am no stranger nope. been waiting Patricia. every evening for you to walk She said she called by. him Tina. Not as creepy as the clown from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Denise. <laughs> no,
4: nope. Margaret. your business. Margaret. Margaret!
1: But I'll well, just call you Linda. Linda.
5: Linda. 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 Well, that's beautiful. That's it's beautiful.
4: Nice. did 5.5% of all girls in the US had that name. When this song was released in 1947. My oldest sibling
5: is Linda. There Linda, you go. Born in the 50s. I have
3: named the,
4: the, tre- the most trending name You know, seriously, that was not history. that.
5: I mean, we went all the way there. It truly wasn't that rewarding when no, we got so there. I'm very <laughs> sorry. Because it was like Linda. I mean, if it was a name well, like Betty, I would have went, wow! Your
4: guesses were all sort of in, in the Linda orbit. <laughs> I know, orbit. I know.
5: You're right. Dana. <laughs> yeah. Wow! But Linda's like, eh. Linda well, well, it's also Linda's it means beautiful, you know.
4: Linda. Linda. Yeah.
1: Oh, it does. like, Spanish
2: for Mm -hmm. beautiful? Yeah. Nice. You know what? I never forgot about you,
5: Adam. It's like, like, Adam's like a true renaissance man. Likes to do that can fix a car, can, like, you know, fix a a washing machine, can build a part of his house. There's, like, very few people that you meet that can have that kind of range. The thing I was really impressed is that you said to me one time that you painted your washer and dryer, because why not?
1: I painted my kitchen appliances. Yeah, yeah.
5: Why not? That's a beautiful idea that most people would never think of. But why not make something beautiful of that? And that's, just, that's a great oh, idea. Well, Max
1: will probably find a picture of my old kitchen. But what... If- what it was, uh, if you, if but that's you, an
5: interesting idea. Most people would never
3: think of. Oh, what, Nobody what at read? the time did it's like it. Burgundy. Or no, yeah. That's,
1: yeah. So that's a great, so that's what very, what inspired it is. I had a house from like 1929. You can see the picture of it with the washing. I got a beautiful. dishwasher, mm-hmm. oven, refrigerator, and I also painted the microwave, which you can see. Up that's not? right. Yeah. As well. So here's what happened. I was remodeling my house from 1929. I didn't want a whole bunch of stainless steel appliances in my nineteen twenty nine house. I wanted the technology of it, but I didn't want the the look of it. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. I, like I that. started looking into places like Viking or Sub Zero or whatever and they, each company, like, offered a yeah. very limited line <laughs> of painted stuff, yeah, yeah. but it didn't match with the other stuff. Like, so if you okay. wanted a Viking oven or Sub-Zero <laughs> fridge, they didn't
0: match. You but had I, to get okay. all, everything.
5: My perception of this whole thing wasn't had anything to do with the monochromatic or whatever, and things are magic. I just thought it was so interesting that you had, like, something that most people would never think about decorating or painting and thought, like, well, that's a potential piece of art. And well, I, that's something I, that I, I want to li- live around
1: art. That's and, what and my perception of it. Uh, Oh, I, I wanted to live around an aesthetic. Like, yeah, I was okay. like, I want to change the aesthetic. Okay. And so then I started thinking, then people would say this all the time. They'd say, Well, what about the durability, like the oven? Yeah. You know, the thing would heat up. <laughs> My wife doesn't do a lot of baking, but um, what about the oven heat? What about the heat? What about the refrigerator? What about the durability? Right. You know, right? And I said, The DeLorean was an all stainless steel car that people painted. Yeah. People would paint their DeLorean red. Right. And I said the hood After of a DeLorean. A with a yeah, primer. With a special primer yeah. for stainless steel. But yeah. if the hood of the DeLorean is sitting out in the San Fernando Valley and bird droppings and you're hosing it down <laughs> and stuff, then certainly my refrigerator indoors <laughs> Stand, would be yeah, durable yeah, enough. A couple, a couple of crumbs. crosses
5: though, To get to that place this is fantastic though. I mean, so like- I
1: took every piece off the refrigerator, even the microwave, I had to take the whole microwave down to the paint place because I couldn't get the door off back. Back to the future. Yeah. That's right. And I it's took glorious. it all apart and I mixed the special color yeah. in a place that did stainless steel painting or did the primer. And, it and they painted it all and that's the uh, it, that's
4: it. it. It looks like a charming farmhouse.
5: But more thought <laughs> went more thought went into painting your microwave uh door than most people do in the, the their entire childhood
1: for their children. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Certainly my parents. All right. Let's bring it home.
4: You got it. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news.
0: Gina, Gina. That was the news with Gina Grad.
1: Ah, let me tell you about LegalZoom over here, man. Now that the holidays are over, LegalZoom can help you make this a memorable 2018. That's right. This year, you finally get serious about launching and running your own business, and LegalZoom will help you with all the nuts and bolts of that. Um, or how about your family's future? How about you square away with uh, the right estate plan, LegalZoom? They're not a law firm, but they have resources to keep you on the right path, including advice from their network of independent attorneys. Always go to Legal Zoom. If you got to go to Mark Garrigus, you're spending too much money. Billable hours, man. <laughs> you will be screwed by those guys. No, go to Legal Zoom, and they'll take care of everything you need. Even at, if it's murder, because that's like you know. You need go to, to for that. Go to Legal Zoom <laughs> for, for your estate planning <laughs> or starting a business. Take your business to the next level. Take control of your family's future at
0: Legal Zoom. That's Legal Zoom, right, Dawson? Oh, hold on. Get off to a strong start in 2018 at LegalZoom.com today and get special savings when you enter Adam in the promo box at checkout. LegalZoom, where life meets legal.
1: All right. The great uh, Rob Schneider. Thank you. Real Rob, name of the show, season two, available now to binge watch on Netflix.
5: 190
1: countries. Go to Netflix and binge watch. Also... Uh, the website at com, uh, and you. yes
5: no it's just I, I mean uh, I appreciate being on here I mean uh, and, uh, that was pretty interesting we got into some good stuff come huh? back
1: anytime uh, you like
5: we'll, do, well thank you so much well. you know, I, now that I know Joe is invited now I feel like I, I can fit in we <laughs> I mean, need you, some Panois in here
1: you can uh, go ahead and check me out at the Irvine Improv January 25th I'll be up on stage breaking down the Cobra right. game footage so come on out and uh, say, see us there and just go to adamcarolla. for all the stuff uh, you need, and go to Chassis and see all the movies. Until next time, Adam Carolla for Joe Coy, Rob Schneider, oh, whatever Gina Grant. Sorry, and Val Brian saying, mahala.
5: I can't take it anymore. I got, I got this. It. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. Oh, it's over. At least i oh, fucking net.
0: Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Carolla Show. Follow us on the Twitter at Adam Carolla. Leave us a voicemail at eight 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 whatever the number is listen to another show because I don't have that paper in front of me and uh, get everything at adamcarolla.com